inspiring stories of recovery, practical tips for wellness, developing a culture of care. Welcome to Blue and Beyond, your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Blue and Beyond. My name is Tony Hasso, Air Force Wounded Warrior Program Action Officer and Warrior Advocate. We're joined here with uh, two warriors, Jessica and Josh. Uh, starting with Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Jessica. I'm stationed out in Buckley. I live here in Aurora. I'm a Staff Sergeant Intel Analyst by trade and became an ambassador with Air Force Wounded Warrior back in, I guess it would be April of 2018 now. Done a lot of ambassador events, the most recent one being USAFE in Germany. It was amazing. And after that, I decided to finally get ready for Air Force Wounded Warrior trials. Good. Thank you very much. Josh, you there? I'm here. My name is Joshua Smith. And I am a retired tech sergeant. I was medically retired back in November of 2016. And my career field was aircrew life support, aircrew flight equipment. I did 13 years active duty. And I've actually been a member of AFW2 for four years now. And I originally went to my very first care event back in April of 2016. I've been a part of the Air Force Warrior Team for the last three years, competed in the Department of Defense Warrior Games in 2017, 2018, and 2019. I've also been a part of Team U.S. for the Invictus Games. My first year was 2018 in Sydney, Australia Games, and I'm a current co-captain for the upcoming Invictus Games, which were rescheduled for next year in 2021. What an honor. Very excited to have you both on. Thanks so much for making time to join this podcast. So I thank you all for coming in to contribute and and really have a conversation about the changing times that we're living in. As we know, the last couple of weeks, we've been asked to step out of our comfort zone. We've been asked for most of us to stay at home, uh, work from home, and really limit the amount of contact that we're having. You know, and I know that this is affecting a lot of the different warriors listening to this podcast now. So my first question to you all is now that our daily lives are being changed, we're asked to be flexible. We know that flexibility is the key to air power. But you too as warriors, how are you staying positive and resilient during this time of social distancing? Josh? For me, yes, I've been at home with my five kids. They're all at home, you know, doing that at-home online school program. They're in week two now. So I've uh, been at home. I work as a behavior specialist at an elementary school, so I've been told to stay home. So I'm here at home helping my kids, making sure they're able to get their work done. And a big key for me that I've kind of been cooped up at home with the kids is I'm still staying in contact with my AFW family, uh, with my Team US family as well, through social media. I loved earlier in the week you know, the posts that you guys put out about the importance of the physical distance, but how important it is for us to be connected socially, especially for uh, tragic and difficult challenges that, that we go through in life, especially at this time uh, with this coronavirus going on, not just here in our nation, but around the entire globe. So I've taken extra time to be at home, socially connecting with my AFW2 family and being involved with warriors, whether that's a phone call, a text, or through WhatsApp or GroupMe that we have. So for me, I'm just staying in touch with people that way. I try to be an optimistic and a positive person, somebody who's out there to help those who may be struggling a little bit as a mentor and and as a coach and as an ambassador. For me, uh, it's a little bit different uh, with I just have Matthew here in our little studio apartment. We had a large house and we had recently sold it. And so I think we have about 850 square feet between the both of us. And 
it just kind of brought up like I'm really thankful. I I really love my husband because we work very well together and moving around each other in the apartment is not very difficult. That's kind of been our day to day. We make projects, goals that we want to do every day. I make a list. I try to do yoga every day. Um, I also try to do it before noon. Kind of divides the day up a little better. A couple little arts and crafts projects. And then we also try to call somebody every day, like his mom or my mom or his brother, just so that we're talking to people as well. And then as far as reaching out to people, I troll Facebook to make sure my friends, my Air Force Wounded Warrior family, everybody like that is doing all right. And been very thankful I've done that because I've reached out to a few people who've probably needed it. So that's that's been really good. And then other than that, just focusing on training here at home and, and being creative how to still train. It's been another challenge, but it's been really fun actually to think outside the box. So those are some of the things that have kept me and my husband entertained. Hey, that sounds great team. Sounds like you all have been communicating with others, been communicating with your own family taking on some solo activities, staying connected via social media. What would you tell the warrior who says, well, I don't know if I want to reach out. I'm feeling better all by myself here in my house. What would you say to that warrior? What are the benefits of reaching out? Jessica? You know, for the first couple of days, that might be true. But then the days start getting really long and things start blending together. And I, I think it's really important Maybe you personally don't need it at that moment, but I guarantee you there's somebody that does need it. And it's not just for you, but it's for your friends that you care about or your family or that random person you met and you became Facebook friends with. It could be really vital for them, especially how strange this is as a culture who embraces humanity. I guess, you know, we just talk to each other, we hug each other and kind of being cut off from that. It affects people a lot of different ways. Maybe that warrior is super introverted and and is okay with that, but but maybe they know somebody that's really struggling and and it would mean the world to them if they had reached out. Wonderful, Jessica. Go ahead, Josh. Definitely agree with Jessica. And I'll just piggyback and add a little bit of my personal perspective as well. You know, we're all different. Each of us is different how we handle challenges and the trying times that we're going through right now. For me, I try to look at uh, everything positive that can come from challenges and not everybody is able to do that. So like Jessica said, there's always going to be some of our AFW2 family or friends or relatives that we have that may struggle. And it's important for those of us who are in a positive frame of mind to reach out and to help them, help them understand everything that they still do have, everything that is positive that is still going on in their lives. There's still so many things to be grateful for, because if we look around the world, there's people who have it worse off than we have it. And so for me, it's trying to find all those things that we can take that can become positive. So I know for a lot of us at this time, it was a big blow for for some of our warriors with Air Force trials being, you know, postponed and they're going to have to be rescheduled. That's something where some people have had a difficult time. Oh, I've been doing all this training and these were the dates that I was set on for trials happening. Now, what do I do? I mean, what do I do with my training? How do I go about the rescheduling process when we do it, when we are able to reschedule those. I've had warriors personally, you know, reach out to me and have struggled with that. And so I just try to look at the spin of, hey, we've got a little bit of extra time. Now is a time for us to sit back. We can take a little break from some of our training. We can reevaluate and readjust some of our goals that we had already set for when we do go to trials. And then when trials do happen, we go, we're integrated with our family and we just have one other challenge that comes our way 
where we're able to adapt, overcome, and persevere. All the tools that our AFW2 program has taught each one of us up to this point talks about the importance of resiliency. And so this is just another opportunity for us to learn and grow, adapt, and to become even more resilient than we already have been in the past. Excellent. Excellent points, Josh. Both of you touched on something very important to AFW2, and that is service to others. On our AFW2 coin, we have a statement that says, find yourself in service to others. So I challenge warriors out there listening right now, set a small goal, maybe uh, five outreaches per day. Contact another warrior. Contact someone that you serve with. Contact someone who just may need to hear your voice. But that is something that AFW2 believes in. Warriors really appreciate your perspective on that. Josh, you made a statement regarding Air Force trials. And both of you all were signed up for Air Force trials. Unfortunately, it was postponed, right? We're looking at future dates with Nellis Air Force Base. But let me ask you, how are you staying focused in your training for trials? How are you staying focused in your training, let's say, for Warrior Game goals or Invictus Game goals? Josh, if you could tell us how you are staying focused. For me, it's just uh, I'm continuing to train. You know, I've taken a little bit of a break, obviously, with uh, gyms being closed. But I, I'm at home. I'm still able to, to get to a basketball court to do some wheelchair basketball training and work on those chair skills. I'm able to do calisthenics and band work here at home. So my training, I'm taking a little bit of a break from some of the rigorous training that I've been doing for the past few months as I've been preparing, obviously, for Team U.S. with the Invictus Games, now with trials being rescheduled as well. Just uh, whatever I can find to do being at home or with the limited resources and equipment that I have, still maintaining uh, that positive attitude and doing some training, but at the same time, stepping back just a little bit, dialing down on that training for a little while until this uh, this challenge that we're going through subsides and we're able to get back to a little bit of normalcy, hopefully sooner rather than later in the next few weeks. And then also continuing to stay in touch with teammates from an AFW2 and Team USA standpoint on both sides, being involved with those friends that I've made and just ensuring that I'm able to continue to take care of my body physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, socially maintaining that attitude of no matter what happens, we can adapt, we can overcome, we can stay resilient. I can continue to personally prepare myself for trials and for the warrior games when they do happen. So that's, that's my outlook and my take right now. No, that's great. That's great perspective, Josh. You know, I was talking to one of my warriors yesterday and I was asking them, what are you doing around the house to stay fit? And he says, Tony, my house has become my new gym. And he said, on top of staying physically fit, he said, I'm utilizing my children as weights. And the older they are, of course, the bigger weight they are. But that's one of the things that he's doing, not only to keep himself fit, but also keep his children involved in what it is that he's doing. Jessica, I know that this was your first Air Force trials that you were going to attend. Now that it's been postponed, how are you staying focused on your training? This whole thing for me has been a little bit different. You know, I jumped into the ambassador world first, and that was because of the trials that I had to overcome battling cancer. That that took me out. So training my body to even do the regular Air Force PT tests has been pretty challenging. And so back in December, I actually started running every day. So I was training that way to kind of gear up. I think I got the invite uh, February, I guess it came out, maybe March. And I was very hesitant because I've never I've never done any of the games really. So I was kind of intimidated, actually. I'm very competitive and I, you know, if I'm gonna take a test, I wanna do it very well. So just jumping in after barely being able to run a mile and a half. 
So it was completely different. And then after I got through that and I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I had about six weeks. I signed up for swimming. I've always, something I always wanted to do. In about three weeks, I learned how to swim. I was very determined and I went to the pool almost every day. And same thing with recurve. I got a bow from USA Archery and they just lent me a bow and started shooting a few times. I'm decent. I'm not great by any means, but at least, you know, got the feel of it. And then, you know, all the gyms started shutting down and then the pools started shutting down and then the ranges shut down. And I was like, well, great. I just started really loving how to swim. You know, how, how am I going to keep it up? Because that's huge total body workout, cardio. And it, so that was kind of challenging. So about when everything shut down, I'd been training pretty hard for a while. And so I, I took about a week and a half and just kind of reevaluated my goals, like Josh said, and started thinking like, okay, what exercises can I do that would reflect well in competition and specifically in the sports that I wanted to do? Some of the things that I've done, Matthew and I, in the apartment that we live in, we have a five-story car garage and it goes all the way up to the top to a roof. There's stairs that go up and down as well. So took my, my watch and we walked to the car garage and mapped out a mile and a half and then found out where certain points were. So that way I could run and do interval training using the stairs. So I'd like run up and then go up the stairs and it's just finding different avenues to get that cardio in, to get that strength in. Obviously shooting a bow is, it's difficult to replicate, but uh, one of the things that I got from Doc actually was to take a resistance band and pull it. So you get the, the strengthening and that's easy. Typically most people have those around the house. Swimming, there's a video posted in the Air Force Wounded Warrior Portal on Facebook for dry swimming. Uh, it's like a dry workout. So I was going to do that and then I was going to keep searching. So just finding those different things to replace what you can and can't do at home. Maybe you don't have the weights. Maybe you don't have kids like I don't. So how am I going to get that strength training? So finding those different things and then making reasonable goals as well. And also not letting time get away from you because you could binge on Netflix and be like, oh, wow, I'm... I'm tired. That's why I said, you know, I try to do yoga in the morning and then, I don't know, about around noon or three, get my strength and cardio workout in. So that way the day doesn't get away from me. Wonderful. Sounds like you're maximizing time. You're out doing some training. You're trying to obtain your personal best. And I'm going to tell you for all the first time participants coming to Air Force Trials, beating yourself, beating your own personal times, doing your personal best and exceeding those times. That's really what Air Force Trials is all about. And so, Jessica, hey, great insight into staying prepped, staying mentally focused for the upcoming Air Force Trials. But Josh, Jessica, I thank you so much for taking time to come out and contribute to our AFW2 podcast. I want to encourage all the warriors out there, stay connected to AFW2. If you have questions or concerns, let's talk about it. Contact your RCC. Contact your non-medical care manager. Get your questions answered especially in this time that we have an opportunity to focus on self. Also, if you know someone that may need help, this is also a good time to refer another person. This is a great time to refer them to our program. Most importantly, Jessica and Josh made some good points. For all of our warriors out there, continue to reach out to others for you and for them. This is Tony Hasso, Air Force Winner Warrior Action Officer. Thank you so much for joining this edition. See you all soon. This has been an episode of Blue and Beyond your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Connect with us on social media to keep up with all things AFW2 and be on the lookout for the next Blue and Beyond podcast.